NerdsReviews.com presents Nerds Talking, the podcast. Yo, we talk about lightsabers, stunning TV screens, what you want to stream, everything beyond your dreams. Want to talk about movies, sports, or even politics. Go ahead and tune into us, we'll give you all of it. Whatever you're debating, Xbox or PlayStation, Marvel or DC, Mac or PC. Teraflops when the movie drops, gigabytes, chips, RAM, no matter what it is, we got all of it. Welcome to the show. Nerds Talking, the podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's your introduction to recap, Captain Philip talking. And today we have a very special episode because it's all about comic books. I, mean, I like myself some comic books. You know, every Wednesday go to the comic shop and be like, hey, get my comic books. I like, uh, I like Superman and Batman. They're my favorite. We have Elliot Fernandez on the show today. He used to draw for DC Comics, and he's a very insightful individual. And of course, we have Lafayette and Carlos. Enjoy the show, everybody. Nerd Talking the Podcast. Welcome to Nerds Talking the Podcast, episode 19. Here with Carlos. Hey, and our special guest today is Elliot Fernandez. What's up, everybody? There we go. We are talking something that all three of us have in common that we love and grew up loving. Today is podcast is comic books and all things related to comic books from movies, TV to the impact on culture to how we got into it and our love of comics and what got us into it. And, um, Things of that nature. Elliot here has worked for, I think, DC Comics. Is that right? I have. Uh, I briefly worked on, um, well, during the, the miniseries of uh, Power Girl, Harley Quinn. I did uh, three or four issues of that. And, uh, uh, well, I had parts in three or four issues of those. Um, and I did work also for Archie Comics. I worked on the Riverdale, the, the first Riverdale issue uh, that they started with to uh, represent that TV show. Uh, I did covers for them and for Jughead, uh, for Archie. Um, what else have I done? Stuff for Dynamite. Dynamite, I did uh, stuff for, uh, what's it, uh, Bruce Campbell's story? Uh, oh, 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 Army uh, uh, of Darkness. Army of Darkness. All right. Uh, Army of Darkness, Xena, and then Army of Darkness. Uh, the cover for the the 2000 was it uh, 16 presidential election cover where everybody was a zombie it was good uh, yeah I, I mean that's most of my my stuff my professional work in comics I did a little bit of work for Marvel for their uh, license uh, department where I did designs where they asked me to draw some of the the Avengers for their yeah. style, style guide oh okay. Uh, and didn't you also do storyboards? I did storyboards for Marvel Animation as well for the Hulk Agents of Smash show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, my work was so bad that they they canceled the show. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I did it. it was it was cool. You know, it was a uh, uh, I did I did uh, I worked on several episodes, but I had a bigger scene in one episode with Ego. Okay, that was really fun. It was a, a lot of snot jokes and. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, it was yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, though. So, yeah, so Elliot here has a background in comic books. He's drawn for everyone you know, DC, uh, like he said, a little bit of Marvel on not necessarily the comic book side, but other ventures for them. Um, Carlos has drawn for Marvel, but he's done some like upper deck cards for them, like licensing art. Um, 
I haven't drawn for anyone. I'll draw for you if you email us at nerdstalking at yahoo.com and I'll I don't know, I'll draw a little stick figure here and there, maybe, you know, ramp it up a little bit. I like yeah. it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh awesome. So this is great. So like I said, all three of us here are comic book lovers. We love we love the art of it. That's I think that's the main thing, right? I think all three of us can agree we like comics for the art. Like yeah. If they never put words in the books, would we still buy them? I only bought them for the art. <laughs> so I don't think I've read 80% of my collection. Yeah. But I, yeah. it depends on the era, though, because, I mean, in the 90s, I was buying comic book for the art, for sure. But then again, in the 90s, they were almost every other week was like a half-naked chick on the cover. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That'll, yeah. That'll, yeah. It sells, right? That'll buy a comic, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I just so I recently heard Rob Liefeld uh, a podcast of his, and he talks about how many books him and Jim Lee were putting out for Image monthly. So basically, how many books did Wildstorm put out, and how many books did what did he call it? What did he call his imprint? You guys remember Rob Liefeld's imprint? It wasn't Extreme. awesome. It was something Extreme, Extreme Studios. Yeah. Okay, you guys guess, okay, how many books those two put out, those two studios put out monthly? Good books or just books? Just, well, <laughs> ain't that the truth? Good books. Go ahead. Elliot, you guess. Give me a number. Between those two studios, how many books monthly you think they pushed out? I'm going to go high, I think. Okay. 50. Okay, Carlos? Mm, I was going to go 20. Oh, 42. Ooh. Yeah. Believe it or not, Rob Liefeld Studio put out 22 books a month, which they were so bad. And uh, Jim Lee was actually putting out 20 books a month through Wildstorm and uh, wow. and losing a boatload of money. And that's why he sold it to DC Comics. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He, uh, he, uh... well, then again, that's the reason why they booted Liefeld because he was putting out so much product and they're like, you're oversaturating image with garbage. Like, what are you doing? Is that why? Yeah, that was like the main like thing is they were just like, man, you are really just pumping out anything and everything for a money grab. Like, what is oh. going on here? I mean, wasn't most of it a money grab though? Wasn't Image just a big money grab anyway? Oh, for sure. I mean, they grabbed all the top artists, right? They sucked them all in, this, obviously to sell books, obviously not to. Well, true. Not to start a boys at, club. Let's look at somebody like like Larson, right? He didn't drop. Well, he did drop numerous books later but he didn't drop more than say five a month what what was he doing savage dragon vanguard Remember he did savage dragon vanguard he did some group book um, yeah. eric larsman was uh was the owner of of uh oh vanguard that's right yeah 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 I was Remember vanguard yeah the alien fella yeah yeah, yeah. um matter of yeah. fact joe Matarera, one of his first works was vanguard yeah. that's right that's right um but look at todd Todd really has never spun off of Spawn that much. Maybe one or two books that were limited series. Yeah, Salmon um, Twitch, I think, was one. Sam, yeah, Salmon Twitch. Um, hmm. Creech, Creech yeah. was, out of, was out of McFarland Studios. Uh, he right. did Haunt, if anyone remembers Haunt. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about uh, the, the gal? She's in Marvel now. Um, uh, oh, An Angela, 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 whatever. Did yeah. she have her own book, too? She did. And Redeemer, I think, had one. I think. I seem to remember something. No, you're right. He was the rest of them were definitely very uh more minimal. But I think uh yeah, Rob Rob definitely 
I guess so. I mean, yeah. If you if it maybe it was a more sincere effort for I think I think of all those guys, I want to say that Larson was probably the most sincere. I feel like he's the most sincere contributor to that company as far as producing a regular book. I mean, he's, he just celebrated. Isn't he like a is he on three hundred issues yet or something like? Is or at least he's almost there if he's not already passed it. Oh yeah, no, I think so. Oh no, that was uh, recent. That was Spawn recently. It was three hundred Spawn? So I don't. I yeah. don't. But Larson, I think, is higher than that. Yeah, higher than what? Yeah, higher than what? I'm back. Three hundred issues. Oh, I don't think Larson's hit three hundred. I know. I know Spawn has. Spawn has. Spawn has hit. Wildcats has hit sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yes. So that's. I mean, that you know, like again, us three here love comics, especially '90s comics. They were so ridiculous. Cyber Force, which is X Men. Um, you know, things what like works. that. Wet works. You know, what's funny is '90s is Image when you think about it. Because, you know, they boomed Marvel comics to make us buy glow-in-the-dark Ghost Rider covers and <laughs> right and 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 hollow foil covers and yeah well, man, did you buy a lot of those? Did you guys buy a lot of those hollow foil or multiple number ones? Oh yeah, for the right for the variant covers. Oh yeah, I got robbed. Robbed. You didn't get robbed. You got robbed. Yeah, you think robbed. about it. I felt. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. all got robbed. I have no feet. Um, no, the thing is, the thing is about that. The funny thing you just said is, I remember going to the comic shop with you, and you'd buy like ten number ones of something because everybody thought, of course, the boom of comics is gonna be worth something, right? Right. And they're not worth a shit. This comics are—they're not worth a shit. Even nowadays, I buy comics still on Wednesdays. And I don't board and bag them or anything. I just throw them on the coffee table like they're just magazines. I don't. Like whatever, like that's, that's a healthy approach, I think. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. There's no point of boarding. They're not worth anything. They're worth the price. That matter. They're not even worth the price I paid. They're worth nothing now. I, they're mine. Like if anything, I should white out the words and write a new story. Do you guys remember when uh, Savage Dragon came out with sixteen different covers or whatever it was? So different. They were just different color title. Uh, yes. Logos. Uh, yeah, felt, yeah. I felt. You, for fell, <laughs> you fell for. <laughs> you are a sucker. What about the uh, the Spider Man McFarlane, uh, like three or four different number one covers? Now they were different colors, like a silver and a gold one and a the gold one. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that must be the most copied cover ever, the McFarlane cover. Was that released at the same time though, or was that like in after the fact they released them, uh, uh, like as a, a commemorative or something like that? I, I don't remember them coming out all at once. I don't recall. I don't that wasn't the same time. Well, just I remember before. the so-called platinum one came out at the same time, but it was limited. Mm. I remember How chasing about, that thing. Um, for all the listeners out there, I hope you still have this. I hope you've never opened it. The death of Superman. Oh, yeah, three copies, That's man. So at least twenty-five cents. Oh, yeah. you, 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 so you're still not going to open it? No, no. It's the it's no. the cryptocurrency of comics. <laughs> you just you just waiting for it to blow up. You just well, I can't afford it now. That's the problem. I can't afford. It's too expensive for me. Twenty five cents. Oh man, and and it's it's a bullshit. It was a lie. He came back like a like a year later, and he was he was Long electric. Was a hippie. Well, he also also turned into some type of electricity or something. Or which came first, the breaking of Batman's back or death of Superman? Oh, Batman. I think. Oh, yeah, we should have learned our lesson from Batman. Right. Yeah, come on! You can't kill off any of those guys. Name 
Name one superhero they've killed off. Guy Gardner. That is no, I think he's back. Is he? They name one they've killed off where you're like, oh, he really is not coming back. Comic death is like a vacation. It's like taking yeah. a break off a soap opera. Yeah, you know what it is? It's 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 uh give us some time to try to figure this character out, you know what I mean? In the writing room. Anybody got any yeah. good ideas? Because we've ran out of ideas. <laughs> like, how the hell is Batman still letting Joker live? Why did oh, Guy Gardner come back as the ultimate warrior? I don't understand these things. Oh, that's right. He did come <laughs> back as like he looked like the ultimate warrior. This is about as nerdy as it gets. Got yeah, it. this is deep cut nerdy. Yeah, We're this is this, this is hardcore. And we started off with <laughs> 90s comics. This is hardcore nerd stuff. Man, geez. okay, we'll take a break right here. We'll be right back. We're gonna get into some art stuff and some more. Well, it's all comic books. If you love comic books, you're you listen to the right episode here on Nerds Talking the Podcast. Taco Tuesdays with Nutso and Chuck the Rap Star. Every Tuesday on the Nerds Review Network. Grab a taco, take a seat, pop a burrito, it's gonna get deep. Subscribe and turn on your notifications and don't forget to hit that like button. Welcome back to Nerds Talking the Podcast. I'm here with Carlos and our guest, Elliot Fernandez, a world-renowned comic book artist um, to you people, because what do you know about comics, really? <laughs> that's what that's that's I look right. at it. But that's great. Um, so we were talking about 90s comics, and what do you guys remember the first comic book that, not you bought, the first comic book that made you just love comic books? Like, do you guys Justice remember League. Justice League. I found an old pile of comics in my grandmother's uh, basement that apparently belonged to my mother when she was a little girl. Justice League was in there. Oh, okay. Elliot, you remember the first comic? You were like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like, yeah, well, for me, it was, uh, I I think, I can't can't say for sure. I got to think, I got to say it's going to be Marvel Team Up. Okay. Uh, Team Up book. I inherited a collection from a cousin of mine who, who had just moved, uh, who just left Puerto Rico to uh, California and he left his comics behind. And I happened to visit that summer. I was like six, seven years old. And oh, okay. I couldn't speak Spanish. So my cousin's like, here, here, just give the gringo this. And they gave me a thousand comics. I was like, oh. Yeah, the gringo understood <laughs> comics. Yeah, I got that. I got the, uh, I picked up everything that was Avengers, Defenders. Nice. And team up. That's all I care about at the time. Nice. I I it had to be uh pretty sure it's a DC book. And it's you know it's funny, it's not really a comic book. Uh Carlos actually had a coloring book. Was it, oh, was I it still a, have that. Yeah, I still and, have that. And it was actually for how to I think, draw DC characters. How to draw DC characters, but they look like the super friends. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and cool. and this is back in what, like 84? Uh, I, 83 like it's far I think it's back. At 82 because i even wrote on the inside cover the date that i got it how old yeah. i was and every year for the next 10 years i'd cross out my age and put my new age yeah 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 and i, I remember that book awesome. and and i loved that book because he you hated colored it. he colored you colored it you ruined well, i it. colored it great when i was three years old okay first of all it's kicked that here's here's the funny story so he found those books from my mom those old oh, green lanterns and good batmans story. and i'm the talking cry. like 
he had some good stuff in there, like stuff that he could probably sell for like at least 30 bucks a pop. Uh, I had uh, Batman number 100, the giant issue. Yeah. Well, you uh, did until I got my hands on it. No, I still then, have it. You didn't. T- no, you didn't. Uh, you I didn't, didn't touch, touch that, that one. one. Okay. It's not in good shape, but I have it. Okay. So what I did to his comics that he found is when I was like four years old, don't ask me why somebody would do this, but I got my hands on a pair of scissors. And I started cutting out the characters and using them as action figures. He was putting them on popsicle sticks. <laughs> on popsicle sticks. Playing, playing what? <laughs> what? I'm like, I'm like, Green Lantern, you look so cool. John Byrne did a great job. And then I'm like, <laughs> Superman, you get him. And then <laughs> now I, I did that also because I grew up in New York City. And I yeah. did that with the New York Post used to publish a Spider-Man strip. Oh yeah. I would cut out Spider-Man the same way. But mm. I would never have cut up a comic. Oh no, these are like his classic, like '60s comics. Oh my god! A lot of detective comics. Went a there. lot of detect, a lot of detective comics that that I just thought these were cutout books. You know, when you're like uh, four years old, who let who gives a four year old scissors? That's bad you know, parenting. You know who's adopted? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, let the adopted kid use the scissors. Maybe he'll finish himself. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So, That's um, That's and then, you know, and then you know, from there, you love comic. Who's your who's your favorite superhero? If you want to pick one, who is your favorite? You go Superman. first, Carlos. Yeah, Carlos, you go. I already know his. I already know. Superman. It. Go ahead, Superman. Yeah, uh, Elliot. That's a hard one for me, man. I I, uh, I have a I have a one of those IKEA glass cases full of Hulk. Oh, Just nothing but Hulk. Um, but I'm also a gigantic. Efficient? No, I wouldn't say I was efficient. I don't think I'm efficient on anything. I think, uh, but I'm a big, big fan of Robin. Robin? Why? Well, see, that's Robin? Surprising. Robin. Which Robin? Which Robin? Yeah, Dick which Robin? Grayson Robin with the with the uh, panty liners. Uh, uh, with the little elf shoes. Little elf yeah, shoes. Little Keebler shoes. Why did yeah, he have? Man. Why did he have? Um, his shorts had like uh, scales. 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 Why did he yeah. have scales? I never understood that. Was that metal so he couldn't shoot off his junk or something? Protect his junk. What are you talking about? I don't know. I, I think it was a uh, like a Robin Hood thing, right? Is that what it was? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, the elf shoes. He had one of the coolest costumes, even though it was weird. So when I was growing up, I I grew up on the uh, I'm a '70s and '80s kid, and I, I grew up on the '66 reruns of Batman mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from from the '66 era. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, Adam West and Burt Ward, and mm-hmm. uh, I loved that show. As far as I was concerned, that was Batman. It didn't. I didn't. I didn't understand the the humor. I didn't get it. Yeah. To me, it was totally serious. Oh no, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. thought we thought it was serious too when I was watching. Oh, it. I yeah. thought it was serious when I watched it. Yeah. And it, to be honest, Robin looks so cool, man. But I tuned in for Batgirl. Yeah. Mm. Oh, every time curves on her, boy. I dude, tell you what. If the credits showed her drive by the on the bike, I was mm-hmm. I was pumped up. Ah, <laughs> oh, blood started pumping, huh? You sent out oh, your bat signal. No, I got man. you. <laughs> You sick son of a gun. Uh, my my favorite hero will always be Superman. I just man, I've always loved Superman. I just Superman as you know what it is when you're introduced to comics and they give you like, hey, here's this guy. No one can beat him. He's the greatest. Oh, thanks. Like this yeah, is yeah. who I. Sh- this is the coolest. Oh, here's Spider Man. No, 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 no. You just told me this guy. This guy here is like a living steroid. That's this is awesome. <laughs> How did you uh, consume Superman for at first? What was your first Superman? Man, Superman was probably cartoons, to be honest. 
yeah. probably cartoons and the the Christopher Reeve movies. Mm, okay. You know, yeah. um, but def. I mean, here's the thing. Like I said, Carlos found a stash of comics. You know, I got a. You know, um, then the Super Friends were popular. Yeah. Um, and Superman was all. He's always the leader, right? But he, even if he wasn't the leader, he would stand out. He, you know what I mean? If he wasn't <laughs> the leader, for sure, he would just stand out. Superman. Superman is. He's a badass character, but the problem with Superman, his flaws, he's hard to write. You know what I mean? He's hard to, you know, he's hard to create storylines for because we know in the end, nothing's going to stop Superman. Not so even. I have yeah. some nerds discussion on that whenever you're ready to talk. Oh, about okay. Um, hmm. what, what the reasons are. I, I have some new hypotheses and, and ideas about okay. all that. Of Superman's, uh, what his flaws could be and. Uh, well, why is and, so difficult uh, to write? And, oh, why right? so? What's okay? Yeah. Um, you know, go ahead. No, go for it. Jump. It's now Superman segment. <laughs> well, no, it's it's uh, actually an interesting. Um, so I, you know, uh, I have a business partner, Andy Rivera. He's he's a uh, he's one of my best friends, and uh, yep, yep. We uh, we're always trying to figure out like what what works and what what doesn't work. So for those of you out there who are still wondering what the heck we're talking about. Uh, there's a longstanding controversy in comics, you know, from the, the longtime collectors to the modern guys who only know the characters from the movies. And uh, so one of the challenges that they've always had, um, one of the theories is that comics, we've, comics have, have outlived their, their purpose, purpose. Um, I, did I say purpose? Not purpose. Uh, they, they shouldn't have existed, have lasted this long. I remember uh, John Romita Sr. said something like that. Even back then in the 60s, they, they thought it was going to like the superhero would come and go yeah. um, and marvel. And uh, I think the, the reason why is I, I've, I've kind of started to, to do some interesting analysis about uh, the difference between your characters that are plot driven, stories that are plot driven versus comics that are character driven. So Marvel has always benefited from a character-driven story. That's why I think like uh, comic books like the X-Men benefited from Claremont's writing in the 80s. Uh, he was very dense. He was very verbose. Uh, but For I think, the audience, that's Chris Claremont. And he wrote, did he write the Phoenix Saga? Yes. Yes. Because yes. people will probably just, they'll know what that is. Phoenix Saga. Right. If you saw that shitty movie. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, <laughs> the shitty movie. But uh, he... Definitely, um, when he was writing, though, he was writing, he was trying to, to, to push this, this idea of the, it was like, this amazing, people will say, sometimes say it was like a soap opera with yeah. superheroes in it. So it was almost like the, the Nolan, Christopher Nolan movies, right? Those were, I remember when I, one of the earlier, the first uh, critiques of, of, that I thought were very interesting about that was, it was that the compliment was, it was a, a bank heist movie for Dark Knight Returns that happened to have Batman in it. And that stuck with me for a long time. And I was like, yeah, it's interesting because it was, in my estimation, it was very little Batman in it uh, as, as much as it was more about the Joker and the conflict between the characters. Yeah. Well, but if you look at older DC books, D DC is, has started out as a plot-driven comic book series uh, or, or storylines. So what that means is your characters never changed. Um, Superman was like was like Peter Pan. He was he was a mystical character. He had all kinds of abilities. The trick was what? How is Superman going to get out? How, how is he going to save Metropolis this time? This this month it was the giant bird. Next month it's the you know the giant puppet or, or something or the evil uh, 
fourth dimension Major. villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it wasn't really built around the character. He just continued to be that. So he was perfect. Yeah. He was designed specifically for that kind of like monster of the week or monster of the month setup. Um, but it wasn't that important to, to he wasn't dri- He himself wasn't driving the story. It was just the, the plot was driven around him. He was the, he was the, the star on the top of the Christmas tree. Everything else was Garland. And whereas in Marvel, the story was the character development was was the was the star, and and it just happened to have they happened to wear costumes. Mm-hmm. So I so what we're we're we've been talking a lot about this now how trying to identify that's a lot of the times now especially now that we we're you know I'm older now and I've been collecting for a long time and for me some of the fun of comics is not even collecting and reading is it is trying to understand the industry and the business. Um, same thing with video games, same thing with film. I, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I know you and I, Lafayette, have talked a lot about these kind of things too. Oh, like, what, yeah, yeah. What are the, the rules that, that editors and directors live by? How, how do we determine what's, what's the what? Why do we pick the colors we pick? Or why, do they, why the shapes and, and why the designs? And so I think that Superman was never really kind of meant to be anything more than, a, than an old school, ni- you know, early 1930s, 40s, just a fun character. Not, not much different from Popeye. A boy scout just, yeah. yeah he well right but he was he's only a boy scout because they didn't know what to do with him batman was a little more fully formed but even he's pretty flat they're pretty one two-dimensional characters not nearly as as diverse or interesting as like wolverine for example it's like oh he's a mysterious guy uh, you can almost most of the guys you don't like on in marvel comics they tend to be great dc characters like captain america is kind of flat yeah, he's a DC character. You're right. You're, you're right, because the good characters, you hold back a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't give... What's funny you say about Batman, Batman, we know everything about Batman. We know about the parents, okay? That mm-hmm. uh, we know his his fear and so on and so forth and why he's Batman. There's no more to give us. There isn't. He just... In, in, yeah. in reality, he's a horrible detective. <laughs> Not good. Yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't show up with like the penguin, lock him up for a long time. I'll catch him <laughs> next month. What do you mean you'll catch him next month? I need something to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and that's the thing about the movies, like, like Man of Steel. Do you guys like, I know Carlos loves Man of Steel. Yeah, Ellie, Man did you Steel. like Man of Steel? I hated Man of Steel. Yes. You don't but like Man of Steel. This show right? is over. Thanks, Elliot. <laughs> But I really do understand, though, especially after I've had, I've had many years to heal since those movies came out um, emotionally. I, I actually understand what, what the appeal is of that character but, and why everyone felt like they really need to have him. It, 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 to be honest, it was an, an earnest attempt in retrospect at giving that character some dimension which yeah. otherwise yeah, yeah, previously yeah. couldn't have it. And that's why I think in the comic books, there's a reason why Batman, so we were talking about Marvel versus DC, like who would fit. Batman is actually Marvel's, is actually a Marvel character for some of the stuff that he goes through. Oh but, yeah, yeah, because he goes through hell. Right, he's, he's, a, he's challenged at a character level um, and he gets beat up as Superman is difficult because he was made to be like a genie um, out of a bottle. So, but in, in the Man of Steel film, um, I think I still feel like some of the characterization was a little off the tone, but, 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 but they, cause they, they do. And, and by the way, I, I also don't think that there's an either, this is an either or proposition. I actually think, you know, your, your characters that are flat, they're fine. You know, like Flash Gordon, he was a flat character, Buck Rogers, the, from the, the those old strips, they're really kind of boring 
if you try to put them into like connect them with a Marvel team, right? But uh, Star Wars characters are pretty flat. If you actually look at them, they all fill a certain role again, like uh, along. Yeah, the they fill a stuff. need for the story. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, they're really kind of surface. Like you couldn't but, put uh, them out on their own and create a story around them because they fill their purpose for what they're there for. Right. When you first meet Han Solo, he's the he's a rootin' tootin', you know, gun shooting, gun shooting, you know, burrito uh, killing, shot first, <laughs> right, Drug one shot first. but what happens though is that but and and you can see in those that's a perfectly uh, acceptable setup for those type of characters because the story is also kind of direct and and very simple yeah yeah yeah. it's it's almost like it's like fill in the blanks of the story you know what i mean oh han fits here oh this is a perfect spot for for luke right here right well literally you're right Luke wears white, Vader wears black, and there's those are they're they're kind of they're, yeah, they're, yeah. good and bad and yeah 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 yeah. But, You're not um, wrong though, yeah. But with Punisher, Wolverine, Spider Man, Spider Man's super complicated, right? Spider Man's got to figure out how to save everybody, but he's got to take care of his aunt. But he's really in love with Gwen Stacy. Maybe he's got in a love triangle with Mary Jane. Like it's a complicated freaking life. How are, right? how, are how are his grades though? That's the, that's another thing that we're about See? the grades and, uh-huh. and God forbid if he doesn't get if he doesn't please J. Jonah Jameson, it's a very layered that's kind right. of character. And how is it he only gets the photo of the Spider-Man? How does he do it? How is he on top of the Empire State Building? When you know that's another thing too about about uh about Clark. Does Clark only get no, he gives those photos to Jimmy, doesn't he? Like he hooks Jimmy up with the photos right. of Superman. Jimmy like, gets the photos, yeah. Lois like gets the story. Lori gets yeah. the story. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 and Lois lives off of Superman. If there's no low, if there's no Superman, I don't know. I don't know. That's true. That's true. That's true. Now that's, that's not in Man of Steel. In, in Man of Steel, they try to make it like she's, you know, the 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 Pulitzer Pulitzer Prize, Prize. You know, yeah. I'm undercover and I do this. But from the old movies and from the comic, if Superman didn't exist, she'd be writing obituaries. <laughs> yeah. Probably, probably. <laughs> but you get this great this this interesting dichotomy. But I don't know that they're necessarily. Um, they have to be at odds with each other. I just think that one serves a very specific purpose, which is the more direct storytelling, good versus evil, which I think is where Superman thrives. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, and that's why it's, com- it's difficult. So when you're trying to give him a, a background story, his whole backlog is nothing but flat stories. Um, and he's, 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 he'll, he'll always save the day. Right, right. Yeah, right. And it's and, funny you say that because so... Uh, um, is it Brian Bendis? Wait, is that, mm-hmm. is that right? Brian Michael, Michael Bendis? Michael. Yeah. So he got hired to write Superman probably like five, six years ago. And they made a big deal of it over at DC Comics. If you guys aren't aware, Brian Michael Bendis is a huge writer for, in comic books. So they thought he's going to come in and shape the whole thing. And I started buying him. Let me tell you something. Just like you, this what you just said. He tried to create a story and drag it out as long as possible. And it was so goddamn boring. Yeah. You're like, just punch something, Superman. I don't care anymore. All just, right. It's like, what are you doing? Why do you have feelings all of a sudden? Like, well, this is a question for Carlo. Carlo, which is your favorite Superman story? It's in the last 10, 20 years. That's a damn good question, man. I can tell uh, you right I know. Now, which one I tell you, you like, yeah. Well, if I had to pick one story, it's it's it was um, only because it's like the, a big deal for me when I got this. It was the Superman versus Muhammad Ali book. Okay. To, I, yeah, I had like yeah, the yeah. Gi- I had the giant issue until my 
goddamn dog got a hold of it. Neil Adams, man. But Kill yeah, that book. I don't Kill know why, but but I'm recently reading the Tom King Up in the Sky Superman book. Uh-huh. He did 12 issues. Tom King, like that book is so convoluted, man. It's so confusing. I'm like, yeah. Tom, Tom, stop. Just stop. You think Tom King's a bad writer? How about the oh. fellow that writes uh, that heavy metal garbage? Scott Snyder. <laughs> oh, God, that guy is horrible. I don't know if he just writes because he picks stuff out of a hat. Like, he takes he takes suggestions from homeless people around the corner. Hey, write some write some on this post-it note. Okay, um, chainsaw for Wonder Woman. Okay, what else? And what, then um, what if Batman was a leader of a, a, a heavy metal band? Yeah, and then also uh, what if Superman was not like stone? He's made out of stone now. I like all these ideas. I'm gonna write this in the book. <laughs> He's the Rob Liefeld of uh, writers. <laughs> Rob, oh man, does yeah. not even bother. Oh, but what's your favorite Superman story you can remember? Absolutely, right off the top of my head is All Star Superman. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, but man. Here's what's interesting so about that All Star Superman was written uh, by arguably one of the most deconstructionist writers in comic book history, which is Grant Morrison. He's like mm-hmm. a rock star oh. of comic writing. He's a, isn't he, he's a Scotsman, right? He's yeah, I think, I think he's a Scotty. A British version, his British counterpart, which is Alan Moore, also mm. want, wrote one of the most highly regarded Superman stories, which is um, which one did uh, he write? What happened to the Man of Tomorrow? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and both of them both treat Superman with such high regard that even though they're known for deconstruction comics like The Watchmen, um, uh, uh, Morrison wrote books like uh, Final Crisis. And all these stories where he's just, he's picking things apart, peeling apart these characters, trying to almost making fun of the characters. Did he write Authority? He uh, or am I thinking of wasn't it? Uh, Grant I think he did, or was it Miller? I think Miller wrote that. Oh, might have been Mark. Mark is it Mark Miller, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Uh, and for everybody, for all you non-comic book people, if you've seen the movie Kick Ass. He yep. created Kick Ass. All right, and continue. Wanted, and Wanted also. Oh, happened. Wanted. Yeah, yeah. He did. And yeah. what was the other and one with uh, the other movie series with uh, Sam Jackson was in the first one? Come on, come on. The uh, Spies, the 007. The kid is in it. He's like recruited. Oh, oh Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah. See, man, that guy. And mm. now that guy is like going to have like 20 shows on Netflix. Oh, yeah. He's a big deal. Yeah, yeah he's he a, is. He's a big that. deal, man. So, um, but those but, guys, well, as much as they are. Suppose like anyone was going to ruin Batman or Superman, those guys wouldn't because they love the, they, if you look at all-star Superman, it reads like an old silver age comic, which is comics from the sixties where they were much more, they were much flatter than they were, they are now. And yet he, he, he put in, he, he's such a good writer. He actually put an interesting story together with that same, with those same beats and tones. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is that it's a it's a it's a difficult thing to write. Obviously, uh, comic books beyond when, when it's done well, it's difficult because you're you're playing around with ideas that have you know 60, 75 years of history, and yet you're trying to make them relevant to our modern time. So I gotta give really do at the end. This might sound weird to some of you who have heard me talk before about movies, but I gotta tip my hat a little bit to the Snyder guy for trying as best he could with his whatever his team of writers were for that and, oh, oh. and even justice league <laughs> uh, david it's, goyer it's not easy to to give that character a life oh, beyond yeah. just right. being so powerful that he could move a planet out of, out of orbit type of thing. well yeah and that's why justice league the one we saw the theatrical cut it was uh an hour an hour and 50 minutes of 
Bruce trying to get a team together to beat Steppenwolf. And then Superman showed up and just kicked his ass in 10 minutes and said, oh, we're good, right? All right, got to go, fellas. Like, you're like, damn it, damn it, man. And, and now we're going to get a four-hour version of the movie in March where it's supposed to be like, here's a rumor, okay? Here's a rumor, okay? Now you guys will be like, what the hell? Here's a rumor, okay? Is a rumor? Supposedly. Is okay, a rumor segment? Supposedly, just real quick about this Justice League movie coming out. Deadpool's Aquaman. And one woman die in the movie at the end. The dark side what? kills them. What? Yes. What? Yes, that was the that's original. That's why there's no sequel. That's why that the supposedly that's what. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see his recut because he's only using 20 minutes of what Josh Whedon gave us. Think about that. 20 minutes. But didn't the was... Aquaman movie come after Justice League? Isn't the timeline after Justice League? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I said it's a rumor. Okay. Well, you're the worst. Yeah, I'm the worst at rumors. You, you <laughs> told me that Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sad that Aquaman or Wonder Woman dies, though? Uh, Aquaman. Ah, okay. okay. I actually think Aquaman was a much more interesting movie. But, I mean, think about this, though. Like, man, I'm disappointed. Actually, I'm really sad right now. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel pretty right most of the time about this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's take a break here as uh, these two dry their eyes and as they figured out the death of Wonder Woman 84, which died on HBO Max when it came out. <laughs> we'll be right back here on Nerds Talking Podcast. You know, I think uh, the problem with Superman really is that, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, 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 no one can really kill Superman. No matter, you can kill him. And you can have a funeral, you could say your, you know, your thoughts and prayers and whatnot. I mean, you can bring the gift to Lois and be like, I'm sorry for your loss, but he's going to come back. And then when that happens, you go back to their house and say, I'm sorry to bother you, Lois. Remember that toaster I gave you? I said the receipt, can I have that back? Because Clark's right there and I know he's too, man. So I need to return that. And one more thing, Clark, tornadoes. Watch out for tornadoes. All right, back to the show, everybody. Nerds talking the podcast. Welcome back to Nerds Talking the Podcast. Uh, we gave you a whole Superman segment, which is great. I love Superman. So talking Superman is good for me. Never ever uh, in doubt. Let's talk quick with the movies. Which ones did you like? Don't like? Uh, don't care to come back and see? Um, well, I got a rumor for you from Justice League. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Wait, the new Justice League, of course. Yeah. <laughs> don't give Four us the hours. old one. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, the old one. The old one. Okay. Go ahead. No, the new. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, uh, I heard the, uh, the Wonder Twins are in it. No, shut up. Yeah. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, no, I just yeah, made it up. Yeah. It's a rumor. Well, you know what? That's how rumors start. That is true. I, uh, I'm literally popping open my, my whiskey. To drink. I see that. He like, can't, handle, <laughs> can't handle anymore. Yeah. I mean, uh, I heard yeah. Gleek gets killed. Gleek. Gleek. If Gleek dies, Pete is going to be upset. Peter's gonna if Gleek dies, upset. who's going to carry the bucket of water? You think Peter was upset? When all those, I'm pretty sure a lot of fish died in Aquaman. I well, yeah, when, that, when his truck, his dad's truck got washed away, think of all the fish that got washed up on shore. He's like, Billy, Phil, get back in the water. And then Peter's the out there protesting Aquaman movies. Not fair to fish. He talks to fish, goddammit. Shut up. He tried to save him. That was he the did. Whole he tried to save him. Yeah, Aquaman. Um, movies, though. What's the first movie you saw, superhero movie you saw? And um, what's your favorite? And what's a movie that you went in with high expectations and walked out just like, wow, that was a turd fest? 
what was the first one you guys can remember seeing? I would probably guess it's Superman. Superman like one of the one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first I, one I remember seeing. That probably is the first one. Um, although I think I saw I didn't see the, the uh, I don't know. I, I don't remember. I think I may have seen the uh, Superman on on was it ABC? You know what I remember um, seeing as a kid was um those really bad Spider-Man movies they came out with in the like early yeah. 80s. Yeah, but that was a TV show. Does that not count as a movie? Well, they did make movies out of it though. But they were made long but they were just made for TV. Yeah. Yes. Were they just drawn out episodes that they just put together, right? And put on VHS or some shit? Probably. Well, you bought the bootlegs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember that. Those are those are bad. Those are real bad. Remember the first Doctor Strange movie? Made for TV movie? Yeah. Ooh, that's a bad one. That's a bad one. <laughs> that's a bad one. That one's bad. Uh, there's some really bad ones. because uh, we know besides besides Batman and Superman, Marvel went straight to DVD. Not, not my mistake, not DVD to VHS. VHS, yeah. straight to bootleg. Straight oh, to bootleg yeah. with uh, yeah. Fantastic Punisher, Four. Fantastic Captain Four, America, Cap. No, Punisher was a real movie. Yeah, no, it was a real Dolph movie. Lundgren. It was a movie. Yeah. No, 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 Punisher. Yeah, oh, that was so bad. The Dolph Lundgren yeah. movie. Some people say it's better than the, the other ones. Some people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people you know of? Please write a list down. Let me drink some more. Give this me their is... numbers. I will call them personally. I will call Look them personally. Stupid. The only thing that was call... Punisher in that movie was a dagger. It had a skull yeah. on it, and that's it. That's it. Not even that. I'll call Spielberg and ask if you ever thought of a sequel to Schindler's List. I have a new list for you. Well, let's let's go through. <laughs> what, what, what do we got? We got we got He Man. That was a super. Oh, oh, Masters of the Universe. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was that was a. First of all, was it bad when you saw it, or was I, it, or or? Or was or did or did Skeletor make up for it? Because he was pretty cool. He was pretty cool. I think pretty He Man cool. looked cool. Oh, He Man did look good. Lundgrenness, He Man was a good choice. Uh, Man at Arms didn't look too bad. No, Tila um, was kind of cute. Yeah, that 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 was okay. the The new character they introduced the uh, instead of little... Orc, they had that goofy troll looking dude. From like, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. dumb. That was and then the instrument they used to like travel interdimension or whatever it was, where cosmic flute or something. Yeah, it was oh, weird. weird. Yeah, it was like weird. um, it was like a saxophone, <laughs> something like that. That was weird. But you know, it was one of the first uh, appearances of uh, the girl from Friends, uh, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. That was, I think, her she first. Is, she's one of the main stars in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she. Yeah. She's yeah. Cute. Yeah. Um, she's also on a TV show called The Misfits of Science that was very that was very X Men. Remember that show? No, that one I don't remember. She was on that show, huh? I can. Misfits. Uh, YouTube it, everybody. I'm pretty sure it's on there. Yeah. Misfits of Science. Um, so yeah. So uh, how about like I said, your favorite superhero movie? One that you think trumps all? It comes on, you watch it. Dark you know? Knight. Dark Knight. We got Dark Knight on the board. Elliot, Dark Knight made the board. I'm gonna go with uh, Christopher Reeve Superman, the, the first one. That's my favorite. Superman one on the board. Okay. Um, I I either go with uh, Winter Soldier. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Or Dark Knight. Mm. Either or because those are very uh, story driven. You know, Mm. those movies are really good. Uh, The reason why Winter Soldier is so awesome, I did not expect the the Hydra twist at all when I was in the theater. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And you're like, what? Like, yeah. 
But what's the movie that you walked in going, it's going to be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to witness something that is going to just change my whole out- outlook on life. And you walked out and you're like, uh, hmm, well, that didn't work out. Well, is, what if it? What if I got out and I thought I liked it for like a week, and then I realized it was bad. Um, that happens too. Yeah. Where you walk out, and then and then you go, wait, no, that no, that's stupid. Oh, okay, I'll give you two of them. You can do that, and you can do one. And you just walked out, going, that was garbage. Um, I did not. I I, I ended up hating Ang Lee's Hulk. Oh, mm. I wanted to love it <laughs> that so was bad. bad. Mm. I wanted yeah, to love it so yeah. bad. And that was um, your high expectation movie, huh? Yeah, that was the highest expectation yeah. I had. And I and, and because of the expectation was so high, and because it was very few superhero movies at the time. Yeah. Um, I just kind of uh I, I thought I had to like it because I was gonna lose my, my nerd card. Um <laughs> turns out it was like uh unanimous. Everybody hated that movie. Okay, I, know, I gotta think about the one I, I went in. I I don't go yeah. to the movies often. Well, so you, one we'll, I... we'll, we'll come back to you. We'll come back okay. to you. How about you, Carlos? Name one that you went in thinking it was going to be the greatest thing ever and you just were like, F that, and never going to bother again. Well, just real quick about the Ang Lee Hulk. I tried to give it, man, yeah, that was cool. He tried to make it look like a comic book. He had the panels going everywhere, uh-huh. right? And I thought, yeah, that's kind of, but I was like, no. It was at the end, a Nick Nolte scene, you know, him fighting his dad. I'm like, no, oh, just burn the theater <laughs> down now. Burn it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, they tried hard, man. They tried hard. I'm not, I mentioned this before in a previous podcast. It's uh, Wolverine Origins. What a shit fest that was. Yeah, but did you walk in with high expectations? I did because they oh. said Gambit was in it. Daredevil, mm-hmm. uh, Deadpool mm-hmm. was in it. And then all of a sudden, I got this. I was like, yeah, no, but that was horrible. I mean, Gambit was stupid. Yeah. I like that was movie. stupid. You, you like that it? movie? God damn. You <laughs> love canceling podcasts. This show is over for real this time. That God, was so damn. bad. Here's How the much thing. whiskey did you drink? <laughs> <laughs> so I I walked out. Okay, X Men is mine. Okay, really? X Men is mine. Uh, is that, is I that remember your, you thought it was good. It was bad. High or? expectations and going that was garbage. I remember walking out of X Men going that was just what's up with these horrible costumes? What is up with these? Like everything seems so second rate garbage and, and it just wasn't good. The whole scene on Empire. No, it was a Statue of Liberty. Statue, the whole yeah. thing. Oh, it was. And and what's funny is that kind of doubles also as a, oh, that was so cool. And then going, oh, that was trash. But only saying that to people that thought it was cool, too. You like it? Yeah, I thought it was like. And then in my room, I cried. I didn't like it. I'm lying. I'm a liar. Because it was just horseshit. I didn't like. I don't think there's one X-Men movie I actually like. Oh well, my bad. Yes, there well, is. First, first class. Oh uh, yeah, that's movie. my favorite. First one. class is excellent. So that's there's good... my yeah. That's my letdown. I mean, Batman '89 is also my letdown, mm, but that was gonna be my <gasps> letdown. But, I thought it, I thought but... it was good until I walked to my car. I'm like, what the hell did I just? No, I was off? the same. You guys I, are wrong. You guys I are... walked out of Batman '89. At first, I was only ten years old, so you thought it was good, and then you walked out. I walked out going, that is no. I'm sorry that. It's it was it was too campy. It was just I didn't, well, see, see. I didn't. but uh, there's a but there's a difference. Then that's what they wanted. You know what I mean? Tim Burton was right. the hot director. DC Warner Brothers wanted just to sell Batman. Like, hey, give make Batman cool, make him like mainstream more than he is now. And he did that. He definitely did that. And they carried that damn thing for five movies, yeah. and yeah. and mm. uh, before it got totally bad. 
But um, <clears throat> what movie now you walked in going, this is going to be awesome, and walked out going, nah, I'm good. So I'll give you my runner-ups. My runner <clears throat> Ooh. Um, I thought Batman and Robin was going to be good. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was fooled. Um, oh, weren't we all? I thought, I thought, um, I, this was not fair, but I knew it wasn't going to be good, so this might have to be make the list, but Sp- Amazing Spider-Man, I hated it. Uh, oh, the first one, Garfield, Garfield, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. The first, Andrew Garfield. I didn't like the second one much either, but I liked it better than the first one. Got but the it. one that wins it is Spider-Man 3. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That one, Spider-Man one that I, three. I was worst, the disappointed one. The worst okay. casting for Venom. Oh man, oh, yeah. Topher Grace should have yeah, fell off the building. <clears throat> that one, that one definitely deserves like top honor. <clears throat> Spider-Man three. Yeah, was, that was horrible. That's true. It's kind of hard to top that. It's hard to top Spider-Man three. I walked into. Well, you know what? Not that. I was going to say, my, here's a runner-up for you. Black Panther's a runner-up for me. Really? Yeah. really? I, wow. I walked out of Black Panther going, eh, okay. you know, it's the hype is bigger than the movie itself. I, I agree with that. I agree yeah, with that. the hype is much bigger than the movie. The movie, to me, was very simple plot. It was very Lion King-like. Yeah. You know, the yeah. father died, and then the cousin wants to take over, and he get and he goes into hiding for a little bit while he you know, recovers and doesn't want to show face and da, da, da. Then he comes back to take back the throne. Hey, Lion King. Good job. And yeah, um, yeah you're right. But right. Um, but that's OK. I mean, again, but that's my runner up. But the one that I think I walked into where I was like, this is going to be a, this is going to be awesome. And I walked out going what the what this and this is all based on previews. It's got to be Batman versus Superman because mm. the previews made it seem like this is going to kick ass. And no, at some that's true. some some points it kicked ass, you know. Um, always, Not, uh, you know, I always say the Batman scene in the warehouse, yeah, the most badass Batman scene ever. ever. Like that's Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Batman, if you give me ninety minutes of him just going warehouse to warehouse doing that, <laughs> all because he didn't get his Amazon order in time, you know, and he finally he finally finds it, Alfred. You you should find it, Master Bruce. Yes, I found it. Finally, I can just cut my hair now with a Floby. I'll be right back. <laughs> like, like, you know, 90 minutes of just looking for his Floby order. I will watch that movie. The saddest part is he kicks only Amazon employees asses. That is it. But I will. That's that'll probably be my number one movie of all time. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's how, how about you, Carlos? What's uh, that's a good. No, well, no. Something that I really had high expectations for. And when I came out, I was like, oh, my God. Why did why? 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 as dark knight returns dark knight returns the second the one the sequel the sequel the bane bane oh. Oh, rises sorry rises yeah. dark yeah, knight yeah. rises mm, was mm, oh mm, my god i can't even get the title right that's how bad it was that's not a yeah. good movie yeah. that movie no, has five minutes of batman maybe yeah yeah ah oh, yeah oh so <laughs> hard Man, this yeah. but there's a lot of movies like that. I didn't have high expectations for any Fantastic Four movie, oh. so I was I wasn't ever disappointed. But they weren't good. But I was Silver Server looked cool. He did look cool, and I always yeah. tell people this: the the first half of the the latest Fantastic Four movie is really good. The it second is half is like, wow, what the hell happened? Yes, it's caca. 
Yeah, it's so trash. Um, other movies, but how about movies that you weren't expecting anything out of and you're like, that was really good? Um, I'm going to go with Blade, the first Blade. I didn't expect it to be anything else. I just thought it was going to be cool. It's Wesley Snipes, he's a vampire hunter. That movie kicked ass. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think this. You're, you're, you're giving me hard questions tonight, man. I know it. I'm I, I'm hoping you take a while to think because I'm thinking over I, here I too. Think, like, I think this? even, to be honest, even um, even which the movie's good. Everybody's, everybody agrees the movie's good. doesn't matter who you ask. But the third Thor movie, I walked in and was oh. going, okay, yeah, this is going to probably be okay. okay. You know, it was so damn good. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't have high expectations, but I walked out going, holy crap. That's it, like it, that that makes a high like Marvel movies. That's like my top three. That's yeah, same here. Did you did you see the pictures of him in the costume he's wearing? Yeah. The latest the, one. The new pictures, yeah. He's got the blue pants and the yellow straps. Baby. You noticed, yeah, you noticed that he's rocking that 80s. Uh is it was it the 90s? No, that's, that's well, he's you know what I think he's wearing? He's wearing the Eric Masterson. That's Thunderstruck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunderstruck. Mm. That's, he's wearing he, his vest. Yeah. He's got the blue pants on. Yeah, yeah. And you've noticed how big he is. Huge, yes, man. You know why he's that big? Because Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Because the Hulk Hogan biopic he's going to film right afterwards. Yeah. That's right. He's getting super bulked up. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. 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 Is that going to be a comedy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, brother? You don't say that to me, brother. Uh, <laughs> all right well that was our movie segment that was fun that's a good time spawn sucked everybody remember spawn okay, movie yeah. sucked <laughs> we can I all agree. agree is that good yes, all, yes. all right as uh as uh elliot takes this eighth shot of whiskey good lord man um we'll be right back here on nerds talking the you know after i watch the fantastic four movies i tend to drink a lot of alcohol too to rest my memory and uh, other movie like that is uh, you remember that movie with uh, the Punisher uh, with Dolph Lundgren? Man, I I was black eyed drink after watching that movie. Uh, did not want to remember that one at all. And then uh, you know Captain Marvel kind of did that for me too, but I got a little bit high. You know what I mean? <laughs> back to the show, everybody. Welcome back to Nerds Talking the Podcast. We are talking comic books from movies to comics to characters we love, movies we love and hate. Here with Carlos and Elliot, and we're going to talk about movie villains or just villains in general and why they're so stupid um, <laughs> because they don't ever accomplish their goal. You know, the Joker did the jo- What did the Joker do? Heath Ledger. I mean, he did, he did, he did create chaos, he created chaos. He did, yeah. he did, he did. Um, and he did, when you think about it, he did reach his end game because when he got caught. He might have made it sound like that. That's fine by me. We're both into this, right, Batman? This is fun, right? Yeah. His yeah. line was, "We're destined to do this forever until I take some Ambien and fall asleep with my face down on the carpet." Show yeah, over. Show. That's the problem. That's the problem with real life stories, is that they have real life problems. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> right. If Star Wars was any deeper than what it was, Luke Skywalker would have lost his hand, and he would have just been crying for forty-five minutes about. You know, with PTSD, <laughs> how he lost his hand, how's uh-huh. he gonna, how's he gonna use the bathroom now? All kinds of problems. Oh, could you? Yeah, uh, a oh, whole like a great question. It's a good thing his hand is really sensitive at the end there because he's like, you know, checking it. Because what if he like reached too deep, you know, to wipe his, and he's like, ooh, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's an enema waiting to happen. I mean, you're right though. What if there was a whole like thirty minutes of 
of Empire Strikes Back where it was just him getting fit for a prosthesis, a pro- oh, like a you know a fake hand. And the doctor's like, "Hey, can you come back like a week? <laughs> We're gonna have to size you up. Come back." Right. Every time he heard a lightsaber come on, he'd freak out. Like you know? he like, freaks out because yeah, PSD, it's a flashback yeah. and. And every time people ask me, what happened to your hand? My damn dad did this to me, man. That's the other thing. My dad cut off my hand. That's child abuse. He's he's tried to kill me numerous times. (laughs) Even blew up a planet, goddammit. That's a a Oprah Winfrey channel. Yeah. My my dad's the worst. Like, that's just, yeah. Next on Dr. Phil. Yeah, it would have been him on a a couch talking to a psychiatrist Uh, the whole time. I mean, did did uh, I mean we'll throw this? Did the Emperor in Star Wars accomplish his goal? Because the way they made it in the last Star Wars movie seems like he accomplished his goal. He's a terrible villain. Let's yeah, not talk about villain. Star Wars. <laughs> oh. Okay, we'll stick to superhero. Uh, Unless it's the original three. You know who? You know who achieved his goal? Thanos achieved his goal. He did. And then he did. And then what did the Avengers have to do? Get a DeLorean and screw it all up. I've decided I don't like those movies anymore. How can you decide at this point? You can't Three go drinks back. in, man. Three drinks in, you can decide anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't like Thanos. I never liked Thanos. That's why I was kind of like, it, it, it just finally clicked to me. Like, why was I not impressed with that? those last two movies? I didn't see but, the... Remember I told you I wasn't going to watch that last one? I know. Did you ever see it? Endgame? I finally, I finally did, and I yeah. did not like it. But you gotta admit though, when Captain America picked up that hammer, you nope. that was pretty that little fanboy. No, I don't like Chris Evans, so he, yeah. he oh. close your eyes. Close your eyes. Uh, right, him. strike three. We're done. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Nerds talking the podcast. Um, yeah, I'm bringing the controversy. <laughs> you know what I did like about those movies when it comes to the villains, though, is the fact that it it was Thanos the whole time. You know what I mean? Like they did build it up well. Like in the sense of he's behind everything, everything about everything. like that was I could appreciate that. But, you know, uh, the Avengers are villains. When they brought everyone back, think about the lives they destroyed. I mean, say your loved one or whatever was missing for five years. Right. So you moved on in life, you know, new relationship. You moved into the empty house next door that you really like because those people are gone. All of a sudden, five years later, everybody's back, and you're like, "What the f do I do?" You that know, is true. Put in the though. middle of like, what? Like, imagine yeah. if like one of your kids and your wife disappeared during that whole thing, and you got yeah. remarried, had like two other kids. All of a sudden, they come back, and they haven't left. Like, they're they pick up right when they left off. Right where they left, yeah. And they're like, "Hey, I'm uh, uh, Peter. What, what have you been up to?" Oh shit! Like, god damn it! Like, what about those people that were flying in the airplane? Hmm. Better hope the pilot didn't disappear. That's true. The pilot though it comes down. Did the well, airplane get snapped back into? Well, remember when they when they come back? <sighs> I knew they, I all just, they all just oh my god! What the if they just appeared back in the air, just in the yeah. air? Oh, and they yeah. just fall. <laughs> Thank you. Now I'm not gonna be able to sleep. Oh See? man, good, good you got point. point. You got a point. Because there's a in, lot though. There's a lot mm. that could happen during that snap. You're right about that. You, you know, what if you're in the in the middle of you're in the middle of an accident or something like drowning and you come back, you continuously drown. <laughs> <That's> not right. <laughs> what if you're okay. But what if you're in the middle of sex and all of a sudden the person just disappears and you're like, what did I just, I am good. I'm good. I blew them up. Uh, and then you reach into your, into your nightstand and there's the sex stone. You're like, thank you. Sex stone. 
seventh stone or whatever. Yeah, the seventh. Thanos is like, where's the seventh stone? It's the sex stone, sir. Oh, no, he can keep it. He's cool. Uh, he's cool. He's, he's uh stones to do it. Yeah. But then five years later, some random chick shows up moaning and whatever in your bed naked because she just got snapped back. Thanks, Avengers. But what if she comes back? No one's in the bed. See? What if she comes back? She's in the bed, but you've remarried. And now your new uh-huh. wife's like, what the hell is this chick doing here? That's right. Mm, that's right. And she shows uh, up like in the middle of the night and you, in between the two of you. Like, now, this broken this is the thing. Who's this naked thing? that? You're saying the Avengers ruined a lot of lives because they went back and saved a bunch of lives, right? Really, did they save anybody? They didn't save. Well, I the think they saved lives, but stupid smart Hulk. I mean, did we really need <laughs> some of those heroes back? Eh, give or take, maybe. You know, you know. I don't know if we needed all of them. You know, all we needed was Tony. I guess he saved everyone. He's my favorite one of the whole group. He's gone. Uh, you know what? You, there's no bad Tony Stark in, in Marvel movies. Like he's you know great. I mean? yeah, he's, he's my great. favorite thing in those movies. Oh, he's Hulk. he's great, man. He's and I and, and Ruffalo's a great Hulk. I say Banner, I should say. Uh, you don't like Ruffalo so much? No, he's pretty, he's been in Norton or you know. They soured me, man, with that smart Hulk nonsense. Oh, uh, well, five years later, you never know what you're gonna get. And because that actually looks and sounds like Ruffalo, I'm like I forget him. Oh, it was dead on. It was Ruffalo, yeah. 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 This is real life. That's how he talks for real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was just him. Yeah, yeah. We're going back on the villains. Who's the who's the villain? uh, Who's the the villain? Who's the loser villain? And and who's the who's the worst villain in all superhero movies and comics? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Well, we're not talking. (laughs) Kevin Spacey himself. Plus, he was a horrible Lex Luthor. I mean, the fact that that movie was a sequel to Superman Two is stupid. Okay. But who's the worst? Lex Luthor, Eisenberg or Spacey? Not as a character, not as a person. So we're going uh, person. Spacey, uh, obviously. Eisenberg is my, my least favorite. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. see, I think Spacey was a good casting. Yeah. Um, who was the original? It was Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah. Spacey's better than Hackman casting wise. Uh, Hackman Michael, is. Oh, Michael Rosenbaum. Mm, he was good. Oh, he was so. Uh, okay. I mean, the thing is, that it was such a small, you know, small set type of thing, and I don't know. You know, was he? Pretty I mean, good, man. He, he he was evil on that show. He was good. Yeah, I, I think the guy. show was drawn out too long, but initially he was good. Lex Luthor. Smallville, everyone. I just let you guys know. Feel you in Smallville. Um, okay, the okay. I mean, Eisenberg, <laughs> I think he's the, the worst. He is he is the worst, but that's how they wanted to play him. You know what I mean? The 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 maniacal uh, uh, Facebook owner. Like, <laughs> you know what? I, you know that's what he was. He was the maniacal Facebook owner, like the maniacal the maniacal, maniacal millennium. You know? He was uh, a weird cast though for that. I mean, yeah, I guess he was you're a weird, right, he but was, he was. I a weird don't know. Cast. I mean, you have Superman. That guy looks like he's forty-seven years old. Batman's got gray hair, and you get this kid as the villain. Yeah. Kids are smart and then he wasn't even consistent. Like he, <laughs> he did a lot of that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> oh, when they remember when they, um, yeah. uh, when he's like, Bruce Wayne meets Clark Kent, you're like, oh, what the, <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> and he's shaking I'm, his hands. Yeah, I'm surprised someone, I'm surprised that someone didn't come up to him, sir. So the clown acts later, <laughs> can't be on the floor right now. <laughs> uh, I think the worst villain. I guess loser villain. That's how we're looking at it. Which villain you're like, eh, that was kind of a waste. 
Um, who was a villain? We like. Well, you mentioned it earlier, Blade. Uh, Deacon Frost was the one. Deacon mm. Frost was the, pretty the, lame, the blood, though. The Blood God, whatever he was, the big yes. Stephen Dorff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was rough. Yeah, he was a cool was villain that? throughout the movie, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just it. His idea was smart. He just didn't work out for him. <laughs> and he got stuck with he all the needles and blew up. Just he didn't he didn't figure that part out. He didn't plan on turning into Kool Aid, though. <laughs> I think. I mean, I guess the worst villains have to be the ones in the Schumacher movies. You know, yeah, um, like just straight yeah. garbage, yeah. like. Freeze was rough. Freeze is probably the worst. Probably yeah. the worst. Well, well you, that whole there was three different villains and they're all neck and neck. <laughs> they're all bad. Oh, how I bad? Uh, okay, who's bad? Okay, but is Two Face any better? Is Riddler any better? <clears throat> Think about the concept of Riddler and what they were trying to do: suck out people's mind or something <laughs> through box tops or some shit. But see, you gotta you gotta go back to that though, right? You've that's what I'm argue. saying. It's, it's you, the campiness. You've heard me argue this. Yeah, the reason, that movie was an homage to the to the Adam West movies. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Those yeah. movies in general were they were that's what they were. Yeah, yeah. They were but campy. The, I mean, look at the Robin scene when they're climbing like the fake Alcatraz, you know. And what does he say? Like, holy something. Holy rusted metal, Batman. Yeah, holy, holy rusted, rusted metal. Yeah. And he turns back. He's like, "What, Robin? No, really, holy rusted metal." You're like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Hole yeah. in the middle. Uh, but but I will say though that if you listen to the plot, like I when I work now, I don't watch a lot of movies, but I'll play them in the background. So yeah, I, I don't watch yeah. a lot of new movies because I don't want to miss up on the the visuals. But um, when I watched, I watched that recently and uh, that one actually had a really smart story, uh, really interesting dialogue. It's just the visuals ruined it. They're horrible. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I guarantee rough. when they were writing those movies and plotting them out, they sounded great. And then they put them on film. And you're like, oh, why do we have this so much neon? Like, what is going on here? And uh, why is it the way to beat Two Face is simple? Hey, Robin, grab those 10 quarters real quick. I got a plan. (laughs) Like, what? Like, Like, you bring your coin purse? Like, that's it. We're going to need it. And I hate, like, when I hate when Two Face talks to Batman, but he talks to him as Harvey, you know? He turns. Yeah, like, to one side. We were friends before, Bruce. Blah, blah, blah. Like he could turn into the Joker real quick, and you're like, oh my god. Because I think he was the Joker. I think he was trying to do Caesar Romero. That's what I think. Uh, Nicholson. At least he could have kept the mustache on over the makeup. Oh, Caesar Romero. Yeah, because they they killed off the Joker in the first movie, which is always a problem with these movies. They always kill off the villains, and they're like, guys. So when Schumacher comes in, he's like, I want to use, I want to do the the '66 Batman show, but the but the main one of the the favorite villains was him. So they got the. They literally got this guy to do the Frank Gorshin Joker. I'm sorry, Riddler. Uh, that was uh, well, that's a true. Yeah. thing. He even wears mm-hmm. a costume. And then this guy, he's acting like, the, if you listen to him laugh, he laughs and talks like Cesar Romero's Joker. And then... Oh, yeah, big time. So, it would, But I think it's because they killed the, the last one. But so it, he didn't act like a two-face. He acted more like the Joker in those movies. Oh, big time. Maniacal as hell. And, yeah. Uh, Two Face is supposed to be real serious and yeah, and yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't care for Two Face and Dark Knight, and the reason why is because he's Two Face for ten minutes. He's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, he like, deserves his own movie, probably. He just, we know Two Face. Two Face turns into basically a mobster, you know. 
He basically turns into uh, like a, a, a crime, a crime mobster. We got we got five minutes of Joker walking into the hospital and create chaos. OK, F it. I'm half my half my face is burned off. You know, his, his role in the film was excellent, though. That's, that's oh, that's it's great. Yeah. It's har- oh, I mean, awesome. man, that that movie is that movie is really that's a good movie that the fact that Batman has his suit has function. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, a, it's a military tactical outfit and his his car is also a military vehicle, blah, blah. Like, and the whole idea that when Enterprises does that, they build military stuff. Why not just use it? Like, screw it. It's to my advantage. You know, I'm like, that's pretty smart. It gives us an idea of where he gets his stuff and why it exists. And not like in the comics where we're always thinking Alfred builds everything. <laughs> that's true which makes no sense to me but what like, about the generals that got the presentation hey isn't that the thing that that they showed us from you would think so you would think <laughs> huh. is that is that what was it called the tumbler yeah that's tumbler. a tumbler right yeah, isn't that hey, a tumbler kind of no, yeah. no 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 no. ours is brown khaki camouflage it's yeah. not no. black yeah, oh, okay, that's yeah. you're right you're right yeah, 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 my yeah, bad yeah, my bad yeah, my bad and Wait, what was isn't the, that that suit that we're supposed to use? No, for- no, 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 no. Ours doesn't yeah. have a bat symbol on it. Yeah. Oh, it, that's right. And yeah. the belt has suspenders. Okay? And oh, that's belt. for spelunking. Right. See? Right. See no, nice right. try. Nice you try. You got, you got yeah, because yeah. I could imagine Bruce like walking downstairs with like, you know, his cup of whiskey. Um, he, he always talks like this no matter what. And he's like, uh, Alfred. He's like, yes, Master Bruce. Build a car. I need a motorcycle. If you get a chance, six suits, one for underwater, one for space. <laughs> I'll be upstairs. <laughs> like, like he's like, Master Bruce, that might take years. It's fine. I have nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, 30 days, the next issue comes out. Yeah. I'm gonna be upstairs snappy. practicing my kung my kung fu. You know, my Hong Kong Fui. Like by the way, it took it took the highest. Uh, Ninja Master, twenty six years just to learn one move. Right, I'm gonna do that. Kung Fu, uh-huh. judo, jujitsu, everything. Everything. And then he turns to him, Master Bruce. Guy. Would you like to also have a gun? <laughs> Guns. Wow. First of all, I killed no one. <laughs> how about how about the Joker? He's killed thousands. That's not. That's okay. I won't kill him either. I got these guns. Yeah, I got these guns. <laughs> I got these. These are good enough for Chuck Norris. They're good enough for me. Yeah. Oh man! I got, I got another bad villain for you. Yeah, a more contemporary. Okay. Well, actually, you mentioned something earlier. It's either it's either uh, the Mandalorian, the Wonder Woman eighty four, or the mustache Ares from the first Wonder Woman. He was terrible. Uh, wait, We're talking about the villains, uh, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, wait, Ares, so you're going you know, with Ares? You're going Ares with Wonder Woman? Yeah, yep. He yep. just had that British yep. mustache. He looked yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mustache, okay, yeah. we got Aries. We got uh, Wonder Woman 84. And those yeah, are the two. Those are the two you're, you're putting up. Those are the same character movies. And <sighs> both have terrible villains. You know, the thing, the, th- the thing about the first Wonder Woman, though, Aries was played well until the end because he was part of, like, the plot of, you know, he was a good guy. We thought he was a good guy you know, the whole time. You know what I mean? And telling them, oh, yeah, this is where they're attacking. Go here. Go here. You know what I mean? Like, this is dangerous. Don't go there. And then you find out he's the bad guy. He just looked like shit at the end of the movie. The effects were so garbage and and it was trash. And the director didn't want any of that. But, of course, they're like, you need to have a big ending. And as for Max Lord, man, (laughs) oh, man, (laughs) just man, 
hold on, hold on. I wish they didn't make that movie. I want to see the origin story about his kid. Yeah. How now I want to see his story. Yeah, make a sequel about Max Lord and his kid now living in a one bedroom apartment somewhere in like Ohio. <laughs> and he just like, I had it all, son. I had it all for about how long was that movie? I had it that long. <laughs> like 90 minutes. 90, 90 minutes. minutes. And this cheetah lady tried to help me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Wonder Woman, who for some reason wants to be a secret, she doesn't want to be in public eye. She she ruined it all just by crying in the corner like a little girl. <laughs> I'm saying like, why was she hiding? Why does she have to hide? You know why? One look because they had because Bruce Wayne had to figure her out. That's why. What's that? And it's, number that's one, true. that's true. Yeah, that's but true. number two also is she won the battle by whimpering and crying in the corner <laughs> talking to Max Lord. <laughs> There's no big fight. It was just Max, don't do this. That's not you. And Max is like. Eh, you're right. You're right. I wish everything you think came I'm back. Listening to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. Oh man, you're right. Max Lord was. Man, that movie was just bad. We can't. We, let's not harp on it, but it was bad. How about how about? Uh, I got another one for you. Yeah. How about Robot Rhino from uh, Mason Spider-Man Two. Mm, uh, Robot Rhino. You know, can we count yeah. it? Because this is the only. He's only at the end, isn't he? Yeah, was wearing robot suit. No, it's crap. Don't get me wrong, and it looks bad. You go back and see the like the CGI. He Paul Giamatti looks like he's floating in it. It looks really bad. I mean, Electro sucked too. And yeah. uh, it was horrible. as bad as Giamatti. No, but that served no purpose. Why'd they bother? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's kind of like a Spider-Man 3. Why didn't you just leave it at Sandman? And that's it. Would have been just right. fine. Of course, gotta sell merchandise. So Venom has to be in it. You know what I'm saying? Have you read? Says we have to do this now. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, that's right. A.V. Arad or whatever. He wasn't charged then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He whatever. Wanted, that's the story. He wanted him in there. Yeah. I don't know. What, what are some other bad ones? There's a bunch of bad ones. Oh, there's a ton of bad ones. Oh, look, Kingpin. Michael Clark Duncan's Kingpin. Ugh. You don't like him? And Daredevil. You know. I just didn't understand the casting. And um, I don't know. You know why? Because he's a big dude. Big dude, yeah. It's hard to cast Kingpin. <laughs> Think about it. Look at the Kingpin yeah. and the Daredevil. Well, the TV, the TV show. show, yeah, he's Garbage. horrible. Garbage. He's like, he's like Down syndrome or something. Yeah, and he's crying oh, all the like that guy. Yeah, well, no, he's crying all the horrible. time and he's whining, and uh, oh, God, like, why are you always whining about your wife or your like? Shut up, you wuss. Because I love her. Yeah, no matter because what. I need it. to be with her. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how he spoke too. Daredevil. Yeah. Why do you talk to me like that? He's, he's <laughs> yeah. And oh, I hated him so much. Yeah, I liked him okay, but I liked his wife more. Uh, she she was um she was so she she was this uh was her fox silver fox or something like that Vivica fox I forget her her Vivica fox I don't know but then she's she, she's in a specific character she played the she was also Lara in Man of Steel. <laughs> Oh like, yeah, I remember. It's like, what would I see her from? She was uh, Laura, jo- uh, jo- oh, Laura L, whatever. So yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, oh she was. I didn't even pay yeah, attention go back, to that. Go back and watch Steel. She's beautiful. Oh, to give Carlos any excuse mm-hmm. to go back and watch Man of Steel. Like, oh yeah. Hey, wait, mm-hmm. in Man of Steel, did you see the part when Superman, um, like he fell fell in the water and like and like they fished him out or whatever? Remember that part? Yeah. yeah. I just, I'm just giving you a reason to go back and watch it. That's all. Oh. I don't. I don't do, care. Do you remember when Zack Snyder was saying that you know uh, 
there's a whale in the background that's supposed to be an allusion to Aquaman. Yes, right. that was yes. dumb. And, and there was a dumb. toaster that was supposed to be cyborg. Cyborg. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. And there was a tumbler that drove by, and that yeah. was Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was a letter T. Uh, yeah. Letter That's all it was. Just a T. And, and then he, he, he ate Wonder Bread at home. Wonder <laughs> Woman. It all adds up. I knew the clues were all there. <laughs> oh man. Okay, we'll take one more break here. We'll be right back with Nerds Talking the Podcast. I think if Batman was a real person, he uh probably wouldn't uh you know, just arrest people, he probably I, I think he'd probably kill him because, you know, well, the Joker's killed many people. Why would why would you keep putting him in jail and then he escapes? And then you gotta do it all the way. I see now. I see now. He wants to keep doing what he's doing because then if he arrests everybody, he can't be Batman no more. And then he can't have the fun at nighttime running around in costumes. Okay, don't don't kill anybody, Batman. I, I see what you're doing. Good job. Back to the show, Biden. You're talking to podcast. Welcome back to Nerds Talking, the podcast here with our comic book show with Carlos and Elliot and... Let's get into real quick with Elliot. Let's get into um, what you're doing, what you're working on, what everybody can uh, where they can find you, and and what's your project. Also, um, you know your your favorite artists, maybe currently. I'm not sure if you have current favorite artists, but um, I do, I do. I but do. yeah, let us know uh, what are you working on at the moment for uh, your 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 projects. Well, I'm working on right now um, uh, a, a Indiegogo project that I successfully funded called uh, Doom Kicker. Doom Kicker is a, a supernatural adventure story uh, with this guy who kind of looks like me. He's tubby, chubby, and lovey. Uh, no, that's a little, little extra. But no, he's, uh, he's just a regular guy who uh, works as a security guard who has like an unfulfilled life. And uh, he wants to do more and wants to live up to his father's legacy. who was the sheriff of his town in West Virginia. And he uncovers in the process uh, of trying to get a job at the, at the sheriff's station, a, a conspiracy, a supernatural uh, paranormal conspiracy that's been going on in the town. And he is the one, the, the one to, to fix the problem, save the earth nice. via West Virginia. Nice. And um, it's called Doom Kicker. Doom Kicker. It's still active on Indiegogo, but I'm currently, uh, I've, I had to put it on pause for a while for a variety of reasons. Uh, some of it to do with the virus and other personal things, but I'm back on it. And uh, I've been doing pretty good, actually. Have you noticed any of those pictures? I like, have. He's been cranking them out. This man's on a mission. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm excited I mean, about it. He's doing everything. He's drawing it. He's inking it. He, are you, aren't you coloring it? I'm coloring it and I'm going to letter it. Too. And you're going to letter it? Also, are you going to bind it? Did you I'm bind a paper? I'm, I'm, gonna lick every, <laughs> I'm putting the glue, putting my saliva, nice. and I'm going to stick it. So some of the covers might be crooked, but it's going to be all right. The best also, part is we'll get some issues where it's like after page three, it's page 46. So like, wait. <laughs> or not even that. He got to the point where he sticks post-it notes in and goes, choose your own adventure. Just go. To, you can go to this page or this page. <laughs> You're like, wait, it's not, it's not coherent. Just do what you want. I don't care. Yeah. Half these books, I was drinking too much whiskey that night. I glued a bunch of, I glued a bunch of old comic books into it. I'm like, on page 36, there's a Hulk page. You're like, what? Hulk versus what Blue Devil. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Where did this come from? Bonus. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's Doom Kicker on Indiegogo. Check it out. Uh, I've known about it for a minute, um, but uh, I backed it. But yeah, you should definitely back it. Check it out. Indiegogo. A lot of comic books on Indiegogo. In, Independence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, guys, if you want to check it out, um, you can follow me on Instagram under Elliot Fernandez underscore artist and you can or art and you can see so I'm updating on a regular basis um, every day as I kind of do some more panel work. I'm, I'm putting it in there. I just finished up the thumbnail for the next page. I'm working on it tonight. And uh, yeah, and it's cool. Yeah, you can actually see him work on the book as he goes along. And it's yeah. like a cool process. Um, and uh and then, and then for you know, you've been drunk forever. It's like yeah. it's it's like um, what do they call it? Second nature or what? What's that? What's, what's yeah, that? It's definitely intuitive for me to draw. Yeah, I tell you it, what, man. I tell you what. I uh, I'm excited because this is the project. I knew that I was going to tackle it a little differently than my normal comic work. Um, when I first started doing comics, I was really trying to imitate a lot of like your DC, your Ivan Rises and and Jim Lee's and stuff like that. But uh, I really decided over the years that I really wanted to draw in a style that was comfortable for myself. And I, and it was, and now's at the time because, uh, you know, in the indie market is thriving in, in that regard and not, not too crazy, but, but it's growing and it's a good opportunity and time for, for you to kind of reinvent yourself if you're an artist and create new things and find, find your audience and um, get people to, to enjoy your work as you'd like to do it. Uh, but I'm really kind of having fun just drawing in the style that i'm working in is a lot more a lot more lively a little more lighthearted. oh yeah yeah it looks very uh uh like a detailed animated kind of and yeah. i think it's great i think the book looks fantastic it's how many pages like 90 pages it's over 100 pages yeah it's over 100 pages he's drawing the bible you should yeah. just send it like loose it. leaf <laughs> let people yeah. just deal with it like, you know what luck. that's a good idea good send luck. it all loose and then instructions <laughs> <laughs> but they have to buy the glue separate like everything sold separately like you're just banking on more and more stuff like yeah you know if you want personal like like personal uh zoom meeting with me it's 50 bucks i'll show you how to put the book together um, the base model comes with a hole puncher that's right i can <laughs> yeah here you go i can fax you the book it's extra you know like i do like or keep, or keep the page as like the page, you know, the climactic scene. Yeah. Keep that, and then like, like if you want this one, it's an extra five bucks. <laughs> yeah, like hold on to little things. Like some panels don't even draw them in. They're like, wait, what happened oh, to this panel? Uh, you know what? Either draw it in yourself or send it back to me for ten bucks. I'll fill it in for you. It was a late or, night. Yeah, do like DC was doing for a bit. You can buy like Batman and Wonder Woman and Superman all blank. All the pages are blank. It's a great idea. And then just send them like a bio of the character. I'm like, draw it yourself. I'm too busy. I got things to do. <laughs> that was definitely so. the process. <laughs> That's right. This is going to be yeah. called mystery pages. Just fill in the fact, blanks. We're starting our Indiegogo called The Blank. And then you can buy the book and Maybe we'll send you the character bio. I want a contest. This is what the idea is. You tell me, you draw the page and I'll include it. <laughs> Oh man, it's a whole. Now, what's the what's the Mike Miller variant? Uh, he just did the cover on the one, oh, the so cover, I have okay. different covers. Yeah, and uh, I have. To, I'm actually going to go back and touch that up as well as I'm actually going to go back and I has, I did a the campaign had some um, uh, stretch goals. Only a couple. One was a set of stickers, and one was um, 
uh, a bookmark, but I'm going to actually redo the art and the bookmarks. I'm, I'm drawing, I'm also working on a project called Valkyries and Angels. It's a, it started out as just like a, it's really just a, a way for me to practice drawing women more. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've come up with a nice style. I think it's very appealing and, and uh, tr attractive and, uh, you know, kind of like across a little bit of Bruce Tim, a little bit of uh, um, Joe Matarera, stuff like that. So I want to go back and treat her a little differently. So I'm actually going to go back and reconfigure some of the first pages that I did to adjust for, for my new uh, way of working for her. But Well, there you go. It's Yeah, that one, Valkyrie and Angels, that's going to be another project. That's just an art book, yeah. So just, watch out for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's an art book. Yeah, um, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, definitely check out Doom Kicker on Indiegogo. Follow Elliot Fernandez on Instagram. You got like three Instagrams or something like that, or two, or how many you got? You got Doom got Kicker. Like, you got. I got a special uh, one for the official backers. Elliot Fernandez. Yeah, I what I did was I have a, I have separate ones for. I was just trying to figure out how to like how to reach a broader audience and i'm i, I noticed that the, oh, uh, some sure. of the artists that do more of like the cartoonier styles they they and i want to do more of that i just felt like i was kind of like splitting my audience too much on my my regular channel so i have one called jerkmonger which i go by jerkmonger online uh, i have jerkmonger animated and i have jerkmonger illustrated so those are my primary other accounts there you go follow those on instagram and uh get all your art fixings in like i said he does doom kicker on there and you'll get to see him draw live like he'll put videos of what he's working on and he did one recently where he drew a bag of potato chips and um <laughs> i was very impressed by the bag of potato chips it was pretty good i reached i reached into my phone i was disappointed <laughs> yeah i know it's like i mean that's the thing that's the thing about comics right you have to draw the little things you know what i mean like it's like we talked about this before. Like, man, wouldn't you hate having to work on Batman or Spider-Man constantly drawing buildings, yeah. all different angles, like nonstop? Like, man. That, and why does Batman always stand on the highest building on a gargoyle to start his night off? So they don't have to draw the other buildings. I'm just saying, in general, why does Batman, why is he always uh, like 50 stories up on a gargoyle when it's when it's when it's uh, when he's ready to start his night out? Because he and he can't see anything. That's what I that mean. High. And true. And if you had to get down in a hurry, how, yeah. how do you get down? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's at least a five minute drop. How often do you think Batman actually gets out <laughs> in a weekly basis? <laughs> like in reality, if Batman was real, how often do you think he actually would get out in a weekly basis? Maybe once or twice a week. This is the problem with those movies because now you have to ask when does he go to the bathroom. Everything, just anything, exactly. Maybe and he wears astronaut di astronaut diapers. Doesn't have to. Hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying about in general. <laughs> Batman. That's why Batman is, man. Batman. Because I always thought about that. Like when it's, you know, how artists love to draw Batman in the pouring rain. Like just love it. Like, yeah. like yeah. he goes out. No, he doesn't go out when it rains. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, hey, Alfred. Get the get the uh, bat thing you built. Uh, it's raining like hell. An Let's umbrella? go to the highest building we can. <laughs> like what? <laughs> He's like, why would you want to do that, sir? It doesn't matter. It looks cool. Highest building. Let's go up there now. I know it's pouring. Who cares? I'm gonna slip and kill myself. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And and then Alfred's like, over and over, sir. I keep telling you, your cape doesn't need to be fifty feet long. Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> like, I never understood that either. Artists don't draw Batman's cape. 
like forever big. Like that would be of any use to him. Every like, time he walks, it's like a bride going to the right. Uh, yeah. You know how heavy frame. that thing must be. Like, uh, who? Which one was it? Was it? Uh, was it the Ben Affleck Batman? He had the super heavy leather cape, or was it uh, Bale? It was ba- uh, uh, the, like, Affleck. Affleck had the. It was Affleck. Could you imagine lugging around like a twenty-five pound cape every day? That's why he's so. That's why he's got the Ivan Putsky stomach because he's got like. Oh, he, he does. Don't get me wrong. He he's, looked badass in that costume because it's reminded of us, you know, you know the, the Frank he's Miller. He's a weight belt. He's oh a man! He's just suck it in. Nah, nah he. <laughs> he's a girl. He's a girl. When you're over forty and you do sit-ups, that's what happens. That's he what was happens. wearing a a bro. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. we're bro. <laughs> I just, I mean, I think it's funny when you think about superheroes in real life. Like Batman, definitely only gets out like maybe maybe forty times a year. Yeah. Imagine all the times he gets shot and stabbed and beat up and and accidentally falls off the gargoyle, you know, because it's yeah. raining because he's an idiot. And... How many times has he had a long night? He was he has a sleep deprivation. Yeah, and he's pretending to be uh, Bruce Wayne and he slips in the in the in the fish tank in the restaurant and he dies. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> you like, know who saves him then? And how does he explain like missing like three months of work, showing up to a board <laughs> meeting with like a black guy and? Like a sling. Like, what the hell happened to you? Ski there trip you for the 10th time, Bruce? I'm bad at skiing. Get off well, me, bro. Well, you know, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you want nuts? Let's get nuts. Like, <laughs> like, I just think it's it's hilarious. Um, that's why. But wouldn't I, you have Superman on Superman on speed dial? I'm like, hey, can you t- cover this for me? You know, because obviously he can take care of it. You know, the whole night he can take care of it like in an hour. No, so no, 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 because Superman can fix the whole DC universe. Exactly. That's okay, that's nine. that's his flaw. Number one and number two, Batman has too much pride. He wouldn't do that. Okay, that was the flaw with BVS. Okay, why the hell did Superman stop Batman from chasing the white Portuguese, whatever? Why did he stop him? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Why he should have helped him? He should have flew right beside him. Batman should have looked over and went, "What do you want?" He's like, "Hey, you need some help? I don't need your help." You're horrible. You killed so many people. Like they could have had a conversation as they just drove. And Batman and Superman could have been like, I can hear everything. Don't worry about it. Do not open the top or anything. We're good. And then he said, you want me to get, I can stop that for you right now. I can, I can stop that, that truck. No, leave me alone. I don't need your help. I got this. Yeah. The movie would have been better instead of him slamming into Superman and going, don't come back here anymore. Well, yeah. Well, do you bleed? Well, I don't know. That's what he should have said. <laughs> That's a good question. I, I'm not, not sure. I never, you know? never clocked myself. I never yeah, I've never, yeah, I never actually hit myself. He could have answered that because didn't he bleed in Man of Steel when he was on the ship when Zod had him? But didn't that kind of make it because Zod was equal or you know more powerful? So that's just... Zod was a cool villain, by the way. I like Zod. But Zod, people get mad because Zod died. Zod had to die. He had to die because he was the ultimate Superman. He right. wasn't affected by kryptonite because he's Kryptonian. He spent his life on Krypton. And he suddenly got his powers when he was on Earth. So now, And he knew how to control them in like 30 20 minutes. minutes he yep. knew how to do all this stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if the Superman problem, didn't kill him, man, he was going to destroy the Earth. I have less of a problem with him killing Zod than I do with him having the, the uh, Tobey Maguire nostril disease. 
when he starts to go, Wah! he starts crying because his nostrils flare so weird. Like, dude, you yeah. were handsome for like the majority of this movie. I mean, what's ruined. what's worse, that or his dad going, stay back, son. I got this. Yeah, was <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking weird. about? Yeah. If I run, no one can see me. Don't worry. Right? Son. They'll think the wind, the high speed wind is yeah. from the tornado. Right. When he's yeah. running. You'll you talk know, to me. You'll talk to me in the sequel. Don't what? How you're dead? Don't worry about. It. Go to Alaska. You'll figure it out. He's in Kansas. They'll go to the Methodist church. Tell the priest. Listen, oh, it was man. God. It was a miracle. You know oh, what? Right. You know what could have easily happened too. Clark could have like run towards it and act like he stumbled into the tornado, and then somehow came out of it and saved everyone. And then, like, ended up like 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 a hundred yards away. Clark, you survived it. Oh, amazing miracle! Yes, I'm alive. Oh, your dad still. Your dad still ran into the tornado. What the? Why? <laughs> well, storyline. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, like he didn't need. He, he didn't need. The worst advice. He's like, no, son. Yeah. You can't save nobody. Oh. Don't man. save anybody. Just worry about yourself. Be yeah. selfish. His what dad, is that? His dad sucked. <laughs> yeah, I know. How do you like that movie? Yourself. His dad. His dad was as bad in that movie Look, as his dad as, built a goddamn baseball field and people came and played baseball. Okay? They Leave were it real alone. people. They <laughs> were Leave some, it alone. They were ghosts. They were ghosts. He, they were he ghosts. built a satanic baseball field. He did, but then he's he a real hero. A ghost. And he real tells hero. him ghost dad tells him, I don't Look. know what to tell you. <laughs> Everything I gotta say, I don't even know yeah, what I'm saying. Thanks, Dad. I, yeah. <laughs> And it's funny, he had two ghost dads. In the first movie, he had a ghost dad also on the ship. That's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. he had a ghost dad on the ship. Yeah. And and again, that would make for a good sitcom. Cool. Ghost dad. Ghost dad was a Bill yeah. Cosby movie. Yeah, was it? Yeah. yeah. He's another villain. He's another super villain. <laughs> He's another super villain. <laughs> He's a drug dealer. <laughs> oh, man. That's too good. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, the flaw with Man of Steel is the dad part when he kills himself basically and it's stupid because he did it like i'm gonna die right now that was a dumb part like stay back i'll sacrifice myself like god damn your son is invincible i see what you're trying to do here love. you're trying to bring me back to like two years ago when i was complaining about all this stuff so i'm gonna go into my last tirade about this what a loser son he is he's adopted by these poor people living in kansas they have no powers they got to manage this this uh, uh brightburn kid and then what happens is after they get him <laughs> into that he leaves and goes, hey, mom, guess what? I found my real parents. Yeah. They're way better than you. They're, yeah, yeah. They They're on a ship. Here. They're on a ship. And guess what? He's an in, He doesn't even get off the ship. So I can just leave when I want, come and go as I please. So you, can see, you can see her heartbreak. Do you notice that scene? Yeah. If you look at her face. She's like, oh, that's great, son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's so like, like, yeah, her whole world crumbled because she can't have children. And yeah. He's yeah. just like, whatever, mom. That, so that scene is the worst scene in the movie, and the worst scene in BVS, of course, is Batman. I'm mean, Superman acting like a traffic cop, like just block, just cock blocking Batman as he's trying to stop the Portuguese whale. That was the worst scene. The whole Martha thing wasn't the no, worst scene. No, because that, that ruined horrible. Superman in that movie. Superman isn't like that. Superman would never threaten Batman. He would just be like, yeah. he, he he would probably go right past the Batmobile, but like. That's the thing I'm going after. I got it. Don't worry about it. And he would stop it. He wouldn't stop Batman. Because first of Dude, all, why is it that Batman treated him like a threat? I mean, come on. When he, Superman he, throws the satellite down on in front of the, oh, the, the drone, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the drone, and he's I mean, if he had sneezed by accident, 
he would have killed that guy. <laughs> yeah, true. that's true. That's I mean, there's so many flaws in Superman. As, as, that's why I think it's it is hard to write a, a another Superman movie. It's hard yeah. because he'd have to go. He would have to go to another planet. Somebody would have to be bigger than him, bolder than him. You know what I mean? Like he would have to fight Darkseid and basically not win because that'd make us go like, oh shit, Superman is not who we think he is. You know. That's why I like Christopher Reeve's Superman more. Not necessarily. It's obviously it's an older film and it's you know it's a little dated, but I like it because it's basically a Silver Age Superman story where it allows for some of the silliness, and you're not questioning why this guy's wearing his his underwear over his pajamas. But in this one, you have to ask a lot of other questions, like like the ones we're asking, like, why did you do this? Why did you say that? Yeah, and it just forces yeah. us to, same thing with Batman, like, Batman, it, why did you wear ears? That doesn't make any yeah. sense. No, nobody else in the Ninja Clan has ears. I mean, it is true. Ears. Costumes are also very, that's a whole different show, costumes when, in general. Aquaman was a cool movie until, I, believe it or not, I thought he was overdressed. Like, when he wears this, the, I mean, it looked kind of cool. I was excited when I saw the Aquaman. So when I'm he put on his actual suit, suit? Yeah. And he looks like he's, like, it has padding that, that 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 dude's like seven feet tall and 300 pounds of muscle and they got him wearing a padded suit on top of that yeah the Poor padded guy, his, suit looked funky yeah you're right and his gloves like they don't have they it, he's got this armored fingers why do you need armored fingers you're his, not, his gloves look massive you know what yeah. I mean? but it didn't take away from the movie it was a fun movie i, no, I always tell people that that's a living comic book we watched it's a cartoon it was, yeah you're we right watched a living cartoon like it was pretty, yeah. But as for the DC movies, the Superman, the Justice League, uh, even the Batman ones with Nolan, one guy's to blame for anything that goes bad in those movies, and it's David Goyer, the worst <laughs> writer in Hollywood. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. He should not be allowed to touch any superhero movies. He literally writes, he helps write all of those, and he is horrible. He Did is he just write Lost. Which one? Was he a writer on Lost? I don't know. He's been writing superhero movies though for a minute. I don't know if he's a writer on Lost, but he is just he's um he sh- he should have ran into the tornado. <laughs> and I would have been okay. Well, that's our that's our show for today. Thanks everyone for tuning in to Nerds Talking the Podcast. Definitely talk more comic books in the future. We love this stuff, especially the movie stuff. You can nitpick movies all day. You can you can nitpick superheroes all day. It's fantastic. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um and then um We'll have to get into uh, Mar- the Marvel guys next time. We'll get into some of those heroes. And and does anybody really like the Fantastic Four? No, they're not that cool. They're not that cool. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. There's Talk of the Podcast. There's Carlos over there. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Ah, bye-bye. And there's Elliot. Thanks, Elliot, for joining us. Thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. All right. I'm Lafayette. Nerds talking the Podcast. See you next time. Well, that's our show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Seems like we just kind of hopped on a lot of Superman, uh, Man of Steel movie. But, you know, it's okay. Some parts in it doesn't make too much sense. Like when he, his dad says, don't do anything, stay right there, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die. And I mean, what? I don't even know what's going on anymore. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to Talk on the Podcast. Remember to uh, download and uh, turn on notifications and subscribe. And have some fun, everybody. See you next time. New episodes of Nerds Talking every Friday. And don't forget about Taco Tuesdays every Tuesday. Only here on the Nerds Review Network.